as of March 2020, every Milwaukeean's worst nightmare was that the rise of the coronavirus pandemic and the ensuing lockdown, school closure, mask wearing, pandemonium, and massive toilet paper buying lunatics would cause the Democratic Party to cancel their national convention staged right here in the city of Milwaukee. A party, a convention that was supposed to bring 50,000 tourists into the greater Milwaukee area. Of course, a lot has happened since then, including a resurgence of the corona, which according to the Democrats is a reason why the nightmare has now become a reality. As of August 5th, the Democratic Party has pulled all, almost all convention going out of the city of Milwaukee. Why did they do it? What does it mean for the city? And how could we, as Milwaukeeans, possibly retaliate? I have a few ideas. Also, Bradford Beach, the single most accessible beach in the nation. Take that, Chicago. You'll want to hear more about it. Also, commercial development is back on the rise and why maybe you should have a more positive outlook on the future of the economy here in late 2020. All of this coming up right now on the RCDR Live, our Milwaukee podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome into the RCDR Live, our Milwaukee podcast. As always, my name is Luke Orozco. Uh, it is, we are living in some crazy times here, people. I've said that before. I'll say it again. If the, uh, the current events are not enough for you, I had a sweatshirt on yesterday in the city of Milwaukee in the middle, in the early, in early August. If that's not weird enough for you, I don't know what is. <laughs> I mean, Jimmy Crickets. It was, uh, it was, it was cool yesterday. Uh, and it is still a lovely day here on August 5th. Uh, but uh, we got all sorts of uh, all sorts of good stuff to discuss, uh, including the earth shattering or not, I guess at this point, it's all just depressing. Uh, the earth shattering, depressing news that the city of Milwaukee convention, the Democratic National Convention, the biggest event Milwaukee's ever hosted, has been canceled for all intents and purposes. Now. Uh, the news broke this week, this morning, actually, that uh, Joe Biden, the VP, and a few other people that were supposed to speak in Milwaukee will no longer be in Milwaukee for concerns regarding the coronavirus. Not a surprise. I read that and I thought, <laughs> I, first of all, I, my eyes blinked a couple of times because I didn't believe I was actually reading it, that now the one person that we were actually counting on being here is not going to be here. And then I thought, well, yeah, I guess. Then I wasn't really not surprised. I've come to grips with it. Uh, so I, hopefully you have come to grips with it as too. a little meditation. Uh, it's depressing is all uh, heck, but, uh, it, I guess it's the reality here in 2020, uh, public health concerns, Corona concerns, whatever you want to call it. It's, it's, it's fair. Um, but I, I do have some questions to, to be raised that I think, uh, are, are crucial. Uh, I want to start with this. Obviously it's, it's very depressing. Uh, but the thing that will make me even more depressed, <laughs> even more sad, is the fact that these satellite events that were told to be kind of spread out throughout the country in swing states that were supposed to hold kind of smaller, little, tinier events than what was going to be held in Milwaukee now at this virtual, semi-virtual format, uh, I assume they're off now, correct? I mean, can we just all admit this is going to be virtual only? People will be in their house. They'll give their speech in their house. Uh, Joe Biden's going to be in his house. No one else has to be anywhere else. I think it would be a little bit of a slap in the face to the city of Milwaukee if they, citing public health concerns, decided to pull everything out of Milwaukee than to put to have you know in-person events in Philadelphia and Detroit and Charlotte and Phoenix and some of these other cities' swing states that they've announced. Again, does it really matter? Is, is, is the event so small that it really doesn't do anything? Yes. 
Um, but the fact is, is that there was three things that I was personally looking forward to uh, for this convention. Number one is that the, the economic benefits of it was going to be fantastic. It was $200 million, uh, just fantastic. That helps business. That just helps people. It just, the more money, the better in life. <laughs> that's, that's just kind of what you got to go by. Number two was, is there's just going to be just a party in downtown Milwaukee. I was planning on being there all four days in the middle of July. It was going to be fantastic. I was going to have some cousins with me. We were just going to have a good old time down there because there was going to be a power tape. 50,000 people. Of course, neither of those are going to be a reality because of, you know, the corona. Nevertheless, the third thing was there was going to be a little bit of a civic pride. There was going to be the fact that Milwaukee is not some dying rust bucket that the some people uh, in this nation, including some locals, like to make it out to be. There we have our problems, as I've said before, but let's not be uh, doom and gloom here. So uh, it, would, it would put Milwaukee in a new light. It would put Milwaukee in a different light. It would put Milwaukee in a spotlight uh, that has never been. I mean, I've lived here my whole life. I, I, I never, never even like, I mean, I, I didn't believe it at first. I mean, it was like ridiculous the fact that Milwaukee is going to host this big of a, uh, of a thing. Not to depress you anymore, <laughs> but uh, those are my three things. So if you're going to have these satellite events, I think it's a pretty much a slap in the face because now people get to see, you know, now people get the, uh, get Phoenix gets the spotlight. Now Detroit gets the spotlight. Uh, I would hope that whatever their programming is, they're only going to meet, there's only going to be two hours nightly of, of content or whatnot of people, of things to watch. I hope they would focus on Milwaukee residents, Wisconsin residents, stuff like that, instead of going and, and hosting a, you know, a Michelle Obama speech in Charlotte. Uh, but who knows at this point? DNC has shown they don't give a hoot about Milwaukee, and I kind of don't, I would not be surprised if that was, in fact, the reality that these now satellite events will now be hosted in other cities, not Milwaukee, the one city that was supposed to hold the whole thing. Uh, second thing is, is I think the, the decision to finally pull everybody out and go completely virtual, I think is all political. This is a political convention. We saw the NBA. We saw a, a professional sports. We saw a concert. If, if people are making money off of this stuff, if people want to have it, if these events really truly help people uh, and make money for these certain things, uh, they, they find a way. The NBA found a way. Uh, the DNC could find a way. They have the same people that are that are working with this. But the truth of the matter is that this is a political convention, which means politics play a good part of it. And when the president announces that he is going to give his acceptance speech virtually, I think as the Democratic Party, uh, the one that seems to, to, to be very concerned, rightfully or wrongfully so, whatever side of the spectrum you are on, about the public health in regards to the coronavirus specifically, uh, I think it would be a bad look for then to Joe Biden have an in-person convention, whether it's in-person or not. When people are going to see him, he is going to be on a stage in Milwaukee talking in person without a mask on uh, with a bunch of, you know, 50 people in the crowd, whatever it is. Uh, so I think that is probably the, the, the one decision and to finally pull the plug. Uh, third thing is there has been there was legal questions re, uh, that were brought up and whether this was politics being politics. But there was legal questions when the president uh, and the Republican Party removed, tried to pull their convention out of Charlotte for coronavirus reasons. <laughs> and uh, people were bringing stuff up about how they're, you know, the two parties are legally obligated to to do certain things and certain things are supposed to be meant and whatnot again i don't think this is going to happen but if i was a of, of a high-ranking authority in the city of milwaukee or a, a lawyer or anything i would kind of investigate that i'm sure the dnc i'm sure all these things cover their 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 legal grounds they don't want to get sued but if there is any type of compensation we can get if there's any slight hole in the in, in their plan in terms of a legal hole uh, I, I would pursue it <laughs> so 
that would be my thing. Uh, and finally, I, I've laughed at this since March, and I, I'm now laughing a little bit less because of what happened today. But people, I believe it was a big Milwaukee name. It was one of the Paps kids or one of the Paps or Fister or one of those, you know, big wigs, Pettits maybe, one of the big, you know, names in entertainment or whatnot. And, I sa- and they said what Milwaukee should do is they should just, you know, tell the DNC to go 100% virtual. They can play the public health card. It benefits everybody. And then Milwaukee could get the 2024 convention as kind of a, a you know, a, a constellation prize. And it sounds like a good idea in theory, but of course, as I said before, this stuff is political. This stuff, these conventions are glorified campaign rallies. Uh, even if Wisconsin is still a swing state, can't speak in 2024, uh, you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. So they like to bounce these things around. I think it would be bad business if you put it two consecutive years in Milwaukee, especially in the sense that this year, whether it, though it was going to be pretty watered down, there was still going to be some presence that people were still going to be seeing Milwaukee, that Milwaukeeans were still going to be talking about the DNC. Uh, of course, I think that now slightly changes because according to this plan now, it is 100% virtual. So there is no more host city. There is no more convention anchored in Milwaukee. There, there's nothing. It's just a convention. It's a virtual convention. So I don't think it's probable. I don't think it's likely. But I, I think the percentage of the DNC, not the RNC, the DNC in 2024, I would put it at it was at 0% yesterday, and now I would put it this morning at maybe 5%, maybe 4%. It's not high, but I think the fact that now it is virtual, I think it adds an el- another element to if, if if Wisconsin and Milwaukee vote the right way, or the, I should say, the, the yeah, a certain way, maybe that affects some people. Maybe that, you know, Joe Biden never gets to campaign here like Hillary Clinton did, and we all know what happened uh, in 2016. So I, I don't know. All, don't know, but if some if 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 the if the cosmos line up for us, just maybe, just maybe there would be a 2024 convention in the DNC uh, DNC convention here in Milwaukee. I also would attest to let's bid for the 2024 RNC. We, you know, we've been kind of we're kind of on a roll here. Uh, so maybe, who knows? But uh, that would be my take on that. We move on. That has probably been depressing as all heck. So we are now moving forward to some good stuff. Uh, I say this is this. I'm sick of this already. Uh, but uh, the mask mandate, Wisconsin, people got all sorts of opinions about it. I'm not really going to give an opinion about it. I don't really care. <laughs> I don't really care how you think. I mean, just wear the mask. Don't wear the mask. Whatever you want to do, just do it. I mean, whoo. Protest if you don't like it. Don't protest if you don't like it. Alabama has got a statewide mask mandate. I mean, when Alabama has it, uh, whew, I, 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 I don't know what ground you really have to stand on. But nevertheless, I, who knows? I don't care. I, it's, it's been so politicized. Do whatever you want. Wear a mask. Don't wear a mask. I really don't care. Uh, the next thing I saw, which uh, <laughs> might uh, bring a little more joy to you here on this present depressing day in Milwaukee, uh, is is the fact that uh, <laughs> that the Lifetime, the film company, the movie company that makes you know the cheesy Christmas movies, well now this Christmas, you guessed that right, Christmas of 2020, <laughs> will have a the f- their first ever movie featuring a LGBTQ uh, couple, 
Uh, and most importantly, that movie will be set right here in the city of Milwaukee. <laughs> so the, the fifty thousand the fifty thousand real people that were supposed to be here for the uh, <laughs> the Democratic National Convention has been replaced by <laughs> five hundred fake people, <laughs> fictional characters in a movie. But nevertheless, I'll be watching. Who knows? I want to see how they portray Milwaukee. Who knows if it's a hit? Maybe they make a sequel, <laughs> and maybe we put a, sta a, 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 a statue of the characters on the Riverwalk. I'm excited to watch that. Hopefully you are, too. Again, no other reason other than to see the couple, the couple B-roll clips, or the couple intro clips of the city of Milwaukee. <laughs> All right, last two things. Number one, Corona. Uh, again, <sighs> I've been, I'm exhausted by this. Maybe you are, maybe you aren't. Uh, I've shared my opinions before. Uh, all I'm going to say is, is that the corona seems to be in the city of Milwaukee and Milwaukee County. It seems to be a little bit on the decline. We have now had some significantly decreasing trends as of recently. Wisconsin as a whole seems to be f kind of flattening out, if not going down. Knock on wood, I guess. Uh, but, uh, it, it, again, it doesn't really surprise me. There seems to be some, some trends regarding this. There's, there's multiple factors here, but, uh, one of the, again, one of the big things is the city, you know, the virus came from overseas. It came into cities, cities, a lot of people coming out in and out, big airports. That's where things, things spread. It spread easily in the cities because, you know, it's a very dense, densely populated area. Bing, bang, boom. We locked down. Travel is restricted, restrictions, lockdowns, and people start traveling. They travel out to uh, Oshkosh, they go up to Manitowish Waters, they go out to uh, Eclair, and suddenly the virus kind of spreads in these more rural areas. Uh, I guess Oshkosh and Eclair are kind of cities, but but not major cities by any stretch of the imagination. So uh, the, the, it doesn't really surprise me that now Milwaukee, Milwaukee County seem to be on the decline, while other counties, rural areas seem to be on the incline. Also, the fact that it's been nicer here as of recently compared to July. So more people have been outside, which as we know, seems the virus seems to halt a little bit when, when outside uh, versus when we were all inside with AC or whatnot. So I don't know. Don't pretend to know. But uh, seems to be some good, some positive news from the coronavirus here in Wisconsin and especially in Milwaukee and Milwaukee County. Uh, lastly, uh, commercial development uh, has, as, as before, you know, March, was exploding on all cylinders here in the city of Milwaukee. I don't think anyone can deny that. Uh, there was just all sorts of, I mean, there was big projects. We got small projects. We had the contour. We had the all sorts of Northwestern mutual. I mean, big, big, big projects. And there's also a lot of small projects. I mean, the Grand Avenue Mall redone. There's a business district, the Harbor District, the Bayview. I mean, all the Third Ward, all, a lot of commercial development. And uh, the doom and gloom about the economy here, uh, I, I don't know. This seems, seems like a reasonable conclusion to draw, but I don't know. Uh, that the doom and gloom in the economy uh, about the economy seems may or may not be false, <laughs> maybe a little bit too doomy and gloomy, because I'm still seeing some big commercial development happening in this corona-filled world. Uh, as we talked about last week, there's now you know affordable big affordable housing apartments. Mount Mary has a big uh, a big expansion planned. Uh, I saw a whole new kind of business district on the on the north on the northeast side. Uh, someone in Menominee Falls, some golf course in Menominee Falls is going to be turned into a small village. I mean, I didn't even know that was a thing. Apparently it is. But uh, so uh, there's maybe, you know, maybe some of these projects are left over. Maybe they're not. Maybe this is, you know, a little more positive than negative. I don't know. All I know is the commercial development, and I'm leaving a bunch out, is still 
happening at a pretty steady rate here in the city uh, and the surrounding communities here in Milwaukee. So I don't know. I don't know about a lot of things, uh, but uh, the little little positivity to counter the DNC negativity here on this August uh, afternoon. All righty, that is all I got for you uh, here on the RCDR Live, our Milwaukee podcast. Uh, uh, also, I just throw this one in there. Uh, Bradford Beach, now the most accessible uh, in terms of the most handicap accessible beach in the nation. You heard that right, Chicago. Um, in the nation, Bradford Beach, right here in Milwaukee. Oh, a little more, more, more. More positivity, more civic pride. We don't need no steak at DNC. <laughs> we got enough. We got enough good things happening here. So uh, please rate, review, subscribe, do whatever you have to do. It very much helps us out here on the uh, in the podcast uh, world here. Uh, but until then, my name is Uncle Roscoe. We'll see you next time here on the R City R Life R Milwaukee podcast. <laughs>